you always happy and beautiful. Okay, so welcome to my latest episode of What's Your Story? So my name is Nicola Adkin, and I am talking to the lovely Katie Harris today. And she is a, a bit of a legend on LinkedIn in terms of building profile, optimizing your profile, helping you to make impact, grow your reach. She's got a lots and lots of following, loads of advice, and she's been an absolute godsend to people like me when I started on LinkedIn. So lovely to chat to you today. Thank you, Katie, for allowing us this time. What an introduction. Oh, it's amazing to be here. Thank you for having me, Nicola. Oh, no, it's a joy. I mean, and you were one of the first people that I really noticed when I was on LinkedIn, and I don't know how the algorithm works, and I really don't care, but <laughs> you were one of the um, first people that I, I got into contact with and very quickly showed me the way, and I think that's what people appreciate, so um, thank you very much for that. But I wanted to get you on because I know there is a story to you and your personal journey and your transformation and your and you live in Bali which I always think is amazing <laughs> so do you want to take us back to where you started in your journey in terms of your LinkedIn or your spiritual journey as well what what caused you to change direction and re mm. reset there was a big yeah. you, wasn't there I know it's a bit of a no, no, no. I did have a little think before I got on on the this call with you. And I was thinking, hmm, you know, because two things that are very big for me on LinkedIn are community. Community is a really big thing for me. And it's and my my focus is is very much on, hey, we don't have to do this on our own. You know, yeah. we're all so good at doing it on our own, especially as women, you know, managing everything, juggling everything. And I've been really good at doing that all my life. But actually, you know what? I don't want to do it on my own anymore. And I, I don't have to. We don't have to. You know, it's like so many of us are building businesses and building our brands and, you know, learning everything. Why don't we just come together and share that knowledge and share that, you know, women can be so powerful and so supportive when we come together. I love the magic that happens when you bring women together. And so... I moved from, I've been in online marketing for eight years, but I only moved onto LinkedIn this year in January. I'd been, I'd been working on content writing and strategy, um, but I'd been working one-to-one. -one. I'd still been doing that whole one-to-one -one game and swapping yeah. my time for hourly pay. You know, um, yes. I really late to the party with learning that oh there's another way you know you can do group training and and but I think it really coincided for me actually it was it was a time when I read a book called uh, the minimalist entrepreneur and there was an exercise in in this book which which I thought oh I'll do the exercise because I already had something I was running it was called landing happy and that's a whole nother story we can go into but this book made me change the whole, the whole sort of focus of what I was doing. And it helped me to move from working one-to-one -one into doing group training. And, and all of a sudden, I wasn't scared of leading a group anymore. All of a sudden, I wasn't scared of teaching a classroom of people, which had petrified me up until that point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
Yeah. But all of us, what was it, what was it in that book? It was just reading the book and absorbing the energy of it and the and the. Well, not quite. It was because it was a very simple book, but there was this there was this exercise in it, and I said I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. I don't need it, but I'll give it a go. And what the exercise taught taught me was to sort of bring the idea of building a business back. Uh, and look at it from the perspective of my life and my communities and the communities that I'm involved in. And so I just listed them, you know, it's like, oh, I go to the gym. Oh, I have a women's group. Oh, I do this, that and the other. And it actually made me realize, oh, women's groups are really important to me. I've been going to two of them. I've been, a, you know, women's or men's groups have been part of my life since I was a baby because my dad used to go to a men's group and he's still going oh, wow. to the day so even though they might be quite unusual for some people you know a bit of a hippie concept they're not they're not unusual for me and it's been a part of my life for a long time and it made me realize oh wow this thing that I'm actually quite passionate about a there isn't loads of knowledge out there especially not online as to how to find one how to set one up how to get involved yeah. in one what all of us women, most of us women, on in some level, in some way, want to connect with other people and want to share our story. We want to be heard. We want to be seen. And we don't want to feel like we're alone in this journey. So that that's kind of how I birthed this whole LinkedIn group training thing. Yeah, and that's so important because you're so right. When you think, when you go into this journey of setting up your own business, you don't necessarily anticipate that you want to be part of a community or how it's going to benefit you. But for so many, it's a lifesaver, actually, because when you're out there in LinkedIn or on social media and you're putting yourself out there, it's quite scary at times, isn't it? Very scary. So you've got people supporting you and you're, I feel like there's a lot of growth just through the commenting. Yeah. 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 Isn't there? Yeah, 100%. And then if you take those comments and get on the calls with people, you know, it, you 10 times the impact of, of the connection that you can have with someone. And there's so yeah, much inspiration on that one platform. It's quite mind blowing, isn't it? You know, there are so many people we can connect with and, and be inspired by. And it's genuine, actually. I think, I mean, you, you can obviously tell the people that aren't, but there's a lot of genuine connection there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think if you, like with anything, once you spend a little bit of time and and this is what 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 I work with in my training is as long as you ha- your you you know, as long as you're aligned with your mission, you know, you're in touch with your values, you have a really clear understanding of what your goals are and what your business goals are and who your target market is and what your niche is and all of that stuff then when you go out and you do that commenting and that connecting, you have an idea of who you need to be connecting with yeah. and you already have an idea of the kind of conversations that you want to be having and that you need to be having. And then that all just flows. And like when you started on LinkedIn, you get getting these amazing conversations with people. Yeah, and actually, and I, I think we can have a battle with that as well. I certainly did in terms of knowing what we really want to do and finding that, in a, for me, it was like an alignment thing you kind of have to find what you're aligned with and actually what you feel really that you want to talk about that you're yeah. here to do it was yeah. like I feel like and I need to get to a place of this is what I'm here to do <laughs> now yeah, I'm yeah. And, and from that place 
Yeah, and I think, you know, it changes because we're human, yes. we're human beings and we evolve. So it's not like, oh, I need to find the one thing and then it will be the one thing forever and ever and ever. No, it's just, it's evolving all the time. Yeah. And I think especially when you first get on a platform, yeah, you have to you have to start to understand the platform and maybe you're not maybe you're not fully settled into that stage of your ideal client of your niche of your target market maybe you need to have that and that's why having those conversations is so important and that's why I say to people get on the phone as quickly as you can for so many reasons you know you'll make friends you'll be inspired you won't feel alone so much market research hello it's like you know there are so many reasons that we need to be having these conversations as early as possible yeah, absolutely. And for some people, it comes really naturally. I think I was lucky. It just came. I love talking to people, so it comes quite naturally. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah, a lot yeah. Of people, they, you know, they maybe don't. Even that's a journey, isn't it? Just getting on the phone. Yeah. yeah. No, it is, and I, I can, I can really feel for that because I wasn't always confident. Now I'm not a sort of really out there gregarious person, but I'm. I used to be very very shy and I know that feeling a painful feeling you know it's excruciating but I think again it's just as long as you can be brave enough to get out there and try you will find some people again if you know what things you're looking for and what your values are etc you will find some people if you spend the time out there in the comments and you know, you just like attracts like, and you just get on the phone with those people, and maybe you're you're similar, maybe you're both a bit shy, and you connect on that level, and it just grows from there. Yeah, and and it's so true. I know a lot of people sort of say, oh, you know, like attracts like, or manifestation, whatever. It's all woo woo, but it's a feeling, though, isn't it? And and I think the the platform itself, or any platform, is an energetic space for people to express themselves so as soon as you're expressing yourself naturally you're automatically going to be drawn to or comments yeah. automatically going to draw in people that you resonate with yeah. so it yeah, just yeah. naturally happens as well yeah. I think like I've been really unstrategic about a lot of it but then um but you naturally are drawn to people and you naturally then are drawn to people that are drawn to you and then you form these great alliances which is wonderful when you're first starting off especially yeah 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 so I I feel like when I speak to you you are a very enlightened woman I think and I think you you definitely well you've got this lovely calm way or you know and I think this is what I've always really admired about you because you're not a forcer, you're not telling people, you're not going out and saying you need to follow this 15 step process and that real kind of ticking boxes away. You're very much helping and nurturing. And, and I actually, as you know, I think from a leader, that's really what we need. Nowadays. Mm. So, um, has there been a journey for you to go on to get to this sort of enlightened space? Have you been through your own sort of personal journey that you want to share with us that sort of has because I don't know if you're ex-corporate or not or if you've been in for eight years what what happened before then yeah and I I was in corporate not for very long I've been I've been sort of doing self-employed stuff for I mean I guess it must be at least 10 years and I've done a variety of things before that you know I've always been I think I've always been someone who I love change 
I love challenging myself. I don't, I don't know why I always have done. Um, so I've, I've tried different things. I it used to be very creative with my hands. Um, and then it moved purely to online, which was interesting. But there was a reason behind that. I think that was because my daughter was growing up and I realized that I wanted to travel. And that yeah. meant I couldn't painting or stitching anymore. I had to do something that I could, you know, put on a laptop. And that's why I went into starting to work in content creation eight years ago. Um, yeah, I um, I've always been a calm person. It's always been one of the things that people say, and I always get picked last. And if it's a situation where there's nerves involved, whoever it is, the instructor or even participants will say, do you mind if I go before you? Because you're obviously not nervous and I really am. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I always get that. I had that recently. Uh, we were doing speeches at a wedding. Um, and it's not that I don't feel nervous, but maybe I do feel less nervous than other people. It's hard to quantify, isn't it? But I... Um, I, I, yeah, I've always been quite calm in um, random situations. I'm good at being calm. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. I think it was there from a young age. Yeah. And so do you practice things like meditation? Um, or have you got a specific kind of practice that you follow from your um, sort of self-growth side? Yeah, I I do have a... It's not a rigid practice by any means, and none of it's very particularly in depth, but I started getting into morning routines back in, I think it was 2016. Um, and and so I, I read a book, it was The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And that is what kicked off my whole morning routine, which changes but it 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 usually involves exercise exercise is huge for me I yeah. need to exercise and I need yeah. to do it in the morning I'm one of these people that needs to do things at a specific certain time of day yeah. like I can't yeah. just get nine hours sleep it has to be before 9 p.m or so you know yeah which is quite boringly rigid but that's how I seem to work but so my morning routine will be exercise it will be a bit of meditation a bit of journaling um and I will more often than not, listen to something positive in the morning. It could be Abraham Hicks, Louise Hay, um, Joe Dispenza. I'll, mm. I'll, you know, and I, and a gratitude practice. So I, I'll do that usually in my head in the when I go to bed and in, in the morning. Yeah, and that's what, you know. Sometimes I fall out of it, and I'm not doing it for a few weeks. Yeah. But that, that's my go-to when I'm feeling yeah. great. I mean, and that is a masterclass right there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a masterclass right there so and and it's so lovely when you say oh well it's not really this and it's not really that but actually it's everything because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter that we don't do everything every single day it doesn't matter if we don't mm -hmm. get behind everything every single day because we're in we're as long as we're coming back to it yeah as as we yeah, know yeah. that that is what we what we want to do and it works for us then it's yeah. fine, isn't it? There's no, yeah. I think there's way too much kind of beating on LinkedIn. Sometimes you have to do this and <laughs> you have to do that. And this is all kind of masculine way, but you don't because, and um, everything that you do, like you say, work out in the morning, you don't have to work out in the morning. You know, like some people don't get up and do this, that and the other, but actually it's whatever works for you. Because we're yeah, different. true. And then and, when and it's really nice. I tell you what's really nice about it is the fact that I have got myself to a place where I know myself well enough that I know what works. So if I'm feeling really crap, 
I know what will get me out of it, you know, and that's a huge thing, you know, that is, and that's that what, is brilliant. That is yeah. Brilliant. And and the reason that the reason I got myself to that place, I can go back to um, and this might answer help with your one of your previous questions is the reason that I was wanted to read Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way, which is a book about creativity, which actually I think is a bit misleading because it's not just about creativity. It's about so much more than that. And it's what instilled my love of morning routines in me. But the reason I wanted the book was because I was really struggling with my mornings. I would wake up and I would always have this sense of dread when I woke up. And it was almost like the process of crossing. It was almost like crossing between worlds. It was crossing between the sleeping world and the waking world. It was like I was resisting. I didn't want to. And it felt so big and so heavy that I, I... I'd had enough. I wanted to, you know, other people enjoyed, and it sounds silly, other people enjoyed their mornings. I wanted to enjoy mine. And yeah. I think the the only thing I can relate the feeling to is, is related to um, when my daughter was seven years old, uh, her father killed himself. He, he ended his life. And, um, you know, the, 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 the aftermath of that was, <laughs> already going yeah wow I knew it was going to come but yeah <laughs> go on yeah yeah and um and I'm sure you know that event has obviously affected so many different aspects of me but I think um one of the lingering the lingering effects back then was me just not wanting to wake up yeah. you know and I think I think that was a that was a, yeah it was like it was it was this um aftermath feeling of I don't want reality you know reality is yeah. really really painful right now yeah. and I don't get yeah. it you know so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I think you just I so resonate with that because I've been there I know I mean obviously nowhere near that level of pain in that but I know from my own journey how it was to not want to wake up not want to wake up or just getting mm. moving that making that transition was so hard to get in yeah. pushing on with the day it's really hard so I really you know that struck a nerve then <laughs> that really did so, yeah so, so but the thing is What's so amazing is you made the decision as well. You like, I have to make, I have to make a decision here to bring in to like my morning, or I've got to change something. It's not going <laughs> to just happen. It's not. We can't wait for things to happen, can we? We've got to make a decision to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I thank my dad for that. And I know, and I know because I've seen with friends. Um, not everyone has the, the um the the benefit or I I feel lucky that I you know I'm a glass half full person I always have been and I feel lucky because I know that not everyone is obviously Joe wasn't you know and he's not here anymore and I I do not belittle um or underestimate anyone else's reality because mine is very different with I you know we live in different realities and I happen to have one I've been handed this life where I'm a mostly glass half full person and and also my dad Having learned from him, I grew up with him, not my mom. And um, 
he very much taught me he was a very proactive person he was very conscious with his thoughts and with his words and and he would he would sort of talk me through different I don't know whatever thought process he had going on at the time but it was very much showing me that we can shape our realities we can make choices and be um empowered you know we can empower ourselves and I think I got that from him yeah I mean and that's absolutely such a beautiful thing that you recognize that I mean is he still with you your dad yeah yeah he is I mean how wonderful so because yeah we do learn so much from our parents don't we and even though my dad's been a glass half empty person all his life but he's taught me (laughs) something in other ways but I mean, yeah. how amazing that you had that grounding almost, and you? you had that to help yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I feel very lucky having that. I really do. Um, so, how old was your daughter when you lost your husband? She was seven. She was seven. Okay. Yeah. And how? Um, this is a huge question. And how is she? <laughs> now yeah she is incredible she's incredible um we have a very close bond you know we were very close before but of course when that happened she was my world and it was like like this you know my my main concern was does she feel secure no of course she doesn't but can I make her make sure that she feels as secure as we possibly can be right now you know um and I think I think, you know, if we look at that trauma, I think there's a lot inside that will come out at different stages in her life when she's ready. And I yeah. think a lot of it was, and we speak about this as well, I think perhaps a lot of it was, has been put inside somewhere very safely, tucked away for whenever she is able and ready for little bits of that to yeah. to come out. Yeah, I feel like that's the way it seems to be happening. Um, and I think that's part of the journey, isn't it? I think you do, when you look, I think just the, the amount of reading I've done over time about the growth journey or the spiritual journey, it does do that, doesn't it? It will come out right. times to be healed. Mm. I mean, it, I, I don't know much about this, but it seems to make sense, especially with something as big as that. You know, if it came out, and I'm sure for some people it does come out in a but that would be quite catastrophic, <laughs> you know, if it, all of a sudden it's like, you know, and that that's kind of, we're talking breakdowns and, you know, um, yeah, yeah, I think, she, I guess it's just safer. And she had, yeah, so the, the the perfection, I think, of the universe, et cetera, is that it will, it will bring things up to heal when you're able to heal them. Exactly, yeah. You're at, when it's at the right time for it to be healed. And then we, yeah, there is a, a challenge maybe at the time, but then you go, you grow through it, don't you? Ultimately, you grow through it, yeah. and then you become yeah. better and better and better. And she's got you as a role model. So I always felt when I kind of fell off the wagon or whatever happened in the past, I had my mum and dad and the love and the support and the grounding to bring me back, and mm. that everything yeah yeah if you don't have that then you know that's you're in you're in trouble and I really sympathize yeah. with people that don't have that and it doesn't have to be even blood does it, it if you've got someone mm. that loves you and is there for you and then and has given you normality 
in a loving, safe environment, then that's what you go want to go back to when you go off into your healing process, yeah. however you want to do it. Yeah, and she, someone you know, she's a very lucky, lucky, lucky girl. Hmm. So happy. Thank she's you so great. much for sharing that with us. That was just, oh. No, it's something I'm very so, happy to share because it's um it's I mean, I was gonna say it's something that not many people experience, but of course many people do experience it. It's just that it's often not that spoken about. I know that after he passed away. We certainly felt very much like, well, nobody has a clue what uh, this reality is. Nobody that we speak to, you know, it just felt very much like we were in our own, you know, worlds when people would ask about On your own. On your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And did you find that people didn't know what to say to you? Uh, yes, I think Maya felt this more than I did. She very much felt um, we've we've spoken about this, and she she found it difficult when people didn't quite know what to say. I think um, it's almost like when, for me, it's when you're because you know what's coming, you say it, and of course now it's not it's not as acute as it was then, but you're just telling someone, so they're going to have a reaction because it's a very yeah. big piece of news, and so it's almost like having to hold the space for their reaction well and 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 sort of say yeah. no it's okay and and yeah. yeah so I which is different when you speak to someone who it does feel different somehow when I speak to someone who has been through that it does feel I can't quite put my finger on it but it does feel like there's a slightly different um reaction yeah, um, I, I think the main thing for me, and this wasn't a big thing for me, but I think the main thing for me was wanting more opportunities to be able to talk about Joe because he, he, yeah. you know, I, I, he, he's, he still is, was, is, you know, and I, I didn't want yeah. that to disappear. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I, I, I can only identify with a piece of what you've been through. In fact, you know, when I lost my sister, when she, when she was 39, right? So she, and I just felt it, it was so sudden as well. I mean, it wasn't in the same uh, situation at all because she had a heart, heart disease and she just didn't make it to surgery that was going to happen like a week later. So she, um, but nobody knew how to deal with it. Nobody knew what to say. Mm. Yeah. And then my mum dad, so what happens is then they don't say anything yeah and then it gets kind of if you felt this I just felt like people sort of like are oh, you all right but then no one actually really says anything about you know your sister or whatever it was just kind of not mentioned and yes. then there's yeah. no one talking about it because they're, tr they're trying to protect you but also they haven't got a clue what to say to you yeah yeah you know and uh and I found that really hard I don't know if you know I found that quite difficult like so because I wanted to talk about her but yeah. um, I think people are out of their depth yeah which is weird when you think about it isn't it because death is so much a part of our lives and our existence but especially in the western world we're so fearful of it and so far removed from it and that's something i noticed living in bali because it's very different here death is yeah. is looked upon in a very different way it's very much more accepted as a as a almost matter you know matter of fact part of life um it, it's just it's not this <gasps> this kind of oh god we, we can't touch it or talk about it or even really yeah. look at it or acknowledge it thing you know yeah. and actually I think for me personally I just think that's part of the spiritual my spiritual journey and so it's because then you get to the point where you realize that 
it's not to be it's not something we need to be frightened of yeah because, you know, oh, yeah a bigger that. side of you that is actually eternal and as much as you we will we won't remember but yes, yeah it, it just helps with the understanding of it yeah process. yeah yeah on that point I read a really good book that helped me because I was at one stage feeling fearful of death and I, I think I yeah. could probably get a lot more than that I'm not sure what the core of it was but I read this book and a friend of mine was going through a terminal illness at the time and she did pass away and then I read this book called The Journey of Souls do you know it no but I think I want to read it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it really helped me. I, I really recommend it to anyone who is struggling with death or, yeah, anything around death. I mean, it, it might not help you if you're religious, but it's, it's really interesting. I yeah. think it was written in the 1940s. It was this guy who interviewed, yeah, hypnotized a load of different different people, and he took them back through through their through their different lives and the times oh, when they wow. passed away, and he, really? he asked them what happened when they passed away and it was the same with every single person and it talks you through in detail where they went how they went there what happened afterwards um it's fascinating but it, it helped wow. me because it, it made me I like that kind of idea anyway and it makes yeah. me feel that sense of it this isn't the be all and the end all and it doesn't have to necessarily even be negative when we it's die it's just yeah. a transition isn't it and actually yeah. when we die <clears throat> this is like this sort of transcendence thing like we we leave behind all of the knowledge and all of the growth and all of the love because of all of our ideas and thoughts our energy gets left here that's our gift to the world so because we can all access this information through breathing and everything you know that we leave it all behind for everybody our love and everything and that's a, just a beautiful concept that is beautiful now, I didn't think I'd heard that yeah, yeah so beautiful. it's all to do I mean it, it's a sciencey thing as well it's like the um if you if the universe is, is available equally to everybody at any moment at any time in one tiny fractal of light then we yeah. all everything's available to us yeah so we leave it here as a gift and it's just wonderful mm -hmm. so the physical body is just the shell isn't it so we leave yeah. that physical and and, and our non-physical energy behind as a gift yeah yeah beautiful so, um anyway so um so you're you know the, the fact that you're here today and you're out there doing amazing amazing things on social media helping others in a really selfless way and leading like you do is you should be so so proud of yourself so well done because we all love you thank you <laughs> no, but it's, oh, because so many people you know yeah they they will live in their sort of oh, my, I'm a victim and this is what's happened to me and they live there don't they and they they're not willing to change but you've been you've carved out your your path and you're still doing it so well done oh, thank you so much and yes yeah, so <laughs> I really appreciate having you in my network I love it so thank you and yeah. yes and that's what, before we kind of finish off um I saw your po post earlier today about you know, being comfortable to get online and being comfortable and for all entrepreneurs professionals and we're searching for deeper connections we need to be more comfortable being seen 
so that people can get to know us and um and you were saying you, you this was a bit of a journey for you as well so what was the the yeah the the sort of a little last minute like inspiration etc for that post mm. that you feel like you are I mean honestly it took me years to get comfortable posting online yeah. because I I wasn't for years I was posting for other people I was managing other people's content which gave me a lot of insight into the layers that need to be pulled off and the way that things that help and things that don't help because I was posting for other companies for many years um and and then it wasn't really until I mean I had a little go at Facebook but really let's face it that wasn't <laughs> not having a Facebook page and that was like yeah that was nothing but then I came over onto LinkedIn and the the, the thing that helped me was joining a, a group cohort you know and people say oh you have to but it, it's true I joined this group cohort because I had a friend who was running a challenge and I knew because I had this years of training I knew that consistency was the key and if I didn't stay, show up and have consistency and break through some of you know these layers of you know things that challenge us being online if I didn't do that then it wasn't going anywhere so I knew that I had to join this cohort and that's really what kicked everything off because I made an amazing group of friends we supported each other I got through lots of challenges I, I got confident doing video online I, I just I just made myself show up and do stuff every day and you know we can either take the long route and 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 take years to take off these layers painfully and slowly, like like going into freezing cold water as slowly yeah. as you can. Yeah. Or absolutely. we can dive in with a lovely yeah. group of people, cheer each other on, get through all the challenges, enjoy the process, and then you're off and you're running. Yeah, and it's so true because, and consistency doesn't necessarily mean you've got to post like three times a day or, you know, as long as you're, say, five times a week or three times a week, as long as you're out there showing yourself, showing up so that people can start getting to know you and people can start learning to trust you and knowing what you're all about. And then you're just there for them, aren't you? You end up being their connection to something bigger or some future that they might. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's beautiful. And then when we have that feedback loop, which I think is really important of having those conversations with those people, then we don't feel like we're just shouting into a void and saying, this is what I'm doing and buy my thing, but we're actually yeah. talking with people and yeah. we're hearing their story and we're getting feedback from them and that takes it to a whole new level and it means that it all really the does. learning happens faster yeah it really does and it's so valuable to just enjoy it you know and, yeah. it, and it doesn't matter if stuff doesn't work or this fails yeah. or the law doesn't work actually it really doesn't matter unless we decide it does because then no. it's just feedback isn't it it's just an opportunity to learn how to do something differently yeah. you know and then you and I would up. say you need to I would say you need to fail you, yeah, need to, you need to have things not work because if you don't do that you're not learning anything like you know and each in each business is different we're all different we need it to work in different ways so you need to get out there and fail that's what I would say <laughs> yeah and I said in my last job actually my corporate job with people talking about failure and I said well don't you fail your way to the top that's what happens isn't it mm -hmm. that's, that's it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're not failing, you're not, if you're not failing you're not out you're not doing it right no you're not getting out there and challenging you're yourself out there enough, are you? you're not actually doing anything <laughs> you're just yeah. staying in the shadows hiding and we don't want you to do that yeah. because hiding is absolutely denying yourself and everybody in your network an opportunity to see you and it's a horrible feeling the it's world horrible. needs 
people to show themselves and show themselves yeah. their real self because that's yeah. what we, that's the magnetic yes. self isn't it yes <laughs> oh it's been an absolute joy to speak to you thank you so hey, really much for your time. um you want to just give people quick uh, contact details or how they can get hold of you so that they can immediately get some training with you and some time with you on the LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm on LinkedIn and it's Katie Harris, K-A-T-I without an E, Katie Harris. And you can find some free training in the link under my banner and there's some freebies in my um, featured section to help um, kickstart your LinkedIn success. Um, yeah. And any new stuff coming out, bubbling? You're working on some new stuff, are you? I'm moment? working on a group yeah. training, which is very exciting. Yes. I can't wait for that. Yes. Um, that will be that, that will be, be our whole exciting cohort, taking a whole co of cohort of people through building a brand on LinkedIn, from creating the clarity to setting up the systems to building the relationships to making the sales. That'll be that fun. sounds amazing, and loads and loads of people need that. So well done, yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've really, really enjoyed this. And that will be the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was